Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today I'm here with Cynthia. Cynthia has some angel stories. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome. Thank you so much, Julie. I appreciate you having me on. Okay, I'm going to let you take it away with your story. So my story is about my, my, my gray kitty cat named Achilles. I'm going to, I'm just, I'm reading off a piece of paper. Achilles, my great 19 year old gray kit cat was not just a cat to my husband, David and me. For almost half my life, he was my meditation partner, bug exterminator, thus his nickname Bugs, my worry stone in the form of his ears that I rubbed the tips bare, my ghost protector when I watched one too many scary movies, and my therapist that would comfort me with a purr or a touch of his paw when he knew I needed him. I have more memories of my life with Achilles. I never imagined my life without him. In October of 2019, when I heard about a Reiki class that was being offered. Achilles, who by this time had been diagnosed with kidney kidney disease, hyperthyroidism, and arthritis, was who I thought would benefit from it most. I was informed that some animals do not take well to Reiki, but by late fall of that year, he would tap me during my meditations while I was on the computer as if to say he wanted Reiki. I expected Achilles to withdraw due to his discomfort caused by his deteriorating, deteriorating health, but instead it became more affectionate and snugly even to the point of getting under the covers and overtaking my side of the bed. And at one point in time, I even joked to my husband that I would uh, needed a baby Bjorn to carry him around everywhere because he, you know, he would look at me and like, and meow and be like, I, I have to, I'd be carrying him everywhere around the house. Aww. On a Tuesday morning in late June of 2020, Achilles was lethargic and off balance. We scheduled a veterinarian, a veterinarian appointment. And while I waited for what I thought would be my last hours with him through bouts of tears, I performed Reiki and meditated with Achilles. I told Achilles I did not want him to leave us, but I wanted him to be free of any pain and let go when he felt ready. I asked him to let me know that after he passed that he was finally at peace from his suffering. I felt Achilles understood, and if possible, he would return to give me a sign, or I hoped anyways. Surprisingly, my vet thought he looked strong and he would recover. Achilles was given subcutaneous fluids, and we took him home. On Wednesday, I continued Reiki on Achilles. When I asked Achilles what lesson he wanted to share with me, I heard unconditional love. Achilles showed unconditional love to any person, and if at the very least accepted, rather than welcomed any animal who entered our home by allowing them to snuggle up to him for comfort or to give him a slobbery kiss. 
Whether someone liked cats or not, people would always say that Achilles comforted, comforted them in some way, especially if they were ill, homesick, or heartbroken. I used to jokingly call him a traitor, but we both knew at that time they needed him more than I did. I always thought of Reiki as being reactive to help with a physical pain or emotional stress that was happening in the present. Achilles' prognosis was good, but as the hours passed on Wednesday, I sensed that his time with us was coming close and I needed to be more proactive to help him pass over. As I look back, I think this is what he wanted all along, to pass it home surrounded by those he loved the most. As I performed Reiki throughout the day and evening, I repeated, you are loved, you are calm, you are at peace. I never thought I would say this, but fortunately for the coronavirus pandemic and David being exposed to someone with the virus, David came home from what was supposed to be an overnight business trip on Wednesday evening. That night, Achilles went from jumping off the couch to be close to us in the kitchen to laying on the couch with me as I performed Reiki and watched TV as we normally did after dinner to, have, to having difficulty, difficulty breathing. I placed him in another room and continued to perform Reiki and repeat, you are loved, you are calm, you are at peace hoping that his breathing would return to normal, but I knew it was the beginning of the end. Achilles then had a seizure, and I ran to get my husband in the other room. As David and I surrounded him, he then had a second seizure. It was seemed to be an eternity, but probably only took a place in a span of a few minutes. We watched as he began gasping for air with each intake of breath. And then as each breath became further and further apart, we knew that all we could do at this point was to let him know he was loved and to let him go. I held his paws as I looked into his eyes, and David rubbed his head and body to try to calm him. Looking into Achilles' beautiful green eyes while performing Reiki for one last time, while he was still with us, I said, you are loved, you are calm, you are at peace. Achilles took his final breath, and after 19 years, the loving light left his eyes. David wrapped Achilles in a blanket and brought him upstairs to my meditation room. I opened the window and staged around Achilles. I decided to perform Reiki on Achilles to help him cross over to a world where he could no longer be, where we can no longer be together. Even though I did not want him to go, I wanted what was best for him. And unfortunately, I knew that meant he could not stay with us. I imagine a much younger, healthier Achilles ready to join his best cat friend Mercedes and best dog friend Pericles that were waiting on a cloud to welcome him home. I felt Achilles hug my heart which felt as if it turned to clay as his paws imprinted his love. Then I felt his soul leave us, but Achilles still had a few things left to say, as I had hoped he would. Here are the messages, most, most in the forms of animals that I saw after Achilles passed. I looked up the symbolism and their significance for most, but some just had personal significance. The night Achilles passed, I saw a frog attached to the French doors that leads from our bedroom to the outside. That night, I fell asleep staring at it from my bed and in the morning, it was gone. At the time, I was not sure what it symbolized until I looked it up later. Frogs symbolize transition and transformation and support us in times of change. This resonated with me since I feel death is not an end, but the next step in a soul's journey. The next morning, after we got back from the vet's office to drop off Achilles for cremation, I went upstairs to meditate. There was a dead bug in the same spot that David had placed him the previous night. Achilles had killed me one last bug. To many, this would have been insignificant, but throughout his life, all I had to do was point out a bug and he would probably take care of it for me. It was such a wonderful gift, but at the time, I could not put all rational thought aside and believe. The same day, I saw morning doves in my favorite tree, 
a tree that provided shade for a swing that Achilles and I would nap under. I had seen a lot of other types of birds, but I did not see doves as often before as I had a few days after Achilles passed. Doves to me symbolize love and peace. When taking the message, messages above one by one, I could easily disregard them to be the consequence of a grieving heart. But what really brought it all together was when a baby praying mantis, mantis crawled down my arm and stood on my hand looking at me. Praying mantis symbolize stillness, calm, and mindfulness. This was the synchronicity I needed to overcome my rational mind and believe that these were messages from Achilles or messages from my spirit team telling me that Achilles is loved, calm, and at peace. I miss Achilles every day. I still meditate with a stuffed otter that wears his red collar, which I believe is not only my spirit animal, but embodies Achilles' playfulness and lightheartedness. Just a few months before Achilles had passed, I unpacked this otter from a moving box and placed it in my meditation room. It did not take on much significance until right before Achilles passed, when David and I reminisced about when Achilles, as a kitten, would take the otter off the bookshelf and hide it in our shoes in the closet. I am grateful to have had 19 years of memories to smile about and will continue to learn from Achilles, to love myself and others unconditionally, just as he had. All right, friends. So I have been here writing at my desk for the last eight hours. No joke. I have been channeling in all of this new information about the angels. And I'm really, really, really excited for you to get to read all of this, to hear about all of this. This is like angel communication 2.0, but if you've never taken the first angel communication course, do not worry. You're going to be able to start right here and catch up. In March, starting March 1 through the end of March, we are going through in the angel membership all about how to hear, see, feel, and communicate with your angels more. And what we're diving into is a workbook that I have channeled through for you that gives you a little reading to do every day. And then you have some work to do with a different angel each day. Friends, this is different from the angel school. You're not learning how to bring through messages for other people. It's more than that. You are learning how to communicate with your angels for your everyday life because friends, they are always working with you. They are always trying to point you in the right direction. Wherever you have a question, they're trying to bring in the solution, the answer, the the peace that you need within your heart, within your mind to you. And when you know how to do this work for yourself, you know how to communicate with them, your life is lived with more ease, with more peace, with more love. And it's not that we don't have challenges, but life becomes a lot more fun when you can be in the midst of a challenge and say, I haven't lost the footing underneath me. I haven't lost my foundation. I know my angels are here. I know God is leading me and I have faith. I have trust. And when you learn to work more with your angels, That's the gift that you receive. You have that very solid foundation beneath you and you know you're guided and you know what the signs mean in your life. 
So friends, I am so excited about this. You can join the Angel Membership at any time over on the website. The information is in the show notes below, but March is going to be such an incredible month. So excited to work with you all over on the Angel Membership. Yeah, that was just so brilliant and amazing. And I've got to tell you, I've never had this happen with a podcast episode where my dog has to be on my lap (laughs) the entire time that you were reading that story. I don't know if you saw, she was just right in my lap. It's like she can feel Achilles energy. She's the most sensitive dog. I read that story and I wanted to have you on because there are so many people who have animals in their soul family that are part of their soul family, that we have traveled with them before in different lifetimes, some as them being our children. I want you just to know how much Achilles is with you. And I wanted you to hear that every, you know, story that you shared was validation from him that he is absolutely still with you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have the other cat? Yeah, we have another cat. Does he play with Achilles? Because I feel like he shows that he plays with Achilles plays with this other cat like all the time. Oh, I mean, like the other one. I, I think I think the other cat wanted to play with him. But I think it was more, you know, Achilles was like, leave me alone. He was like the younger annoying brother. Gotcha. Because he still shows me like that that cat can feel his presence and feel Mm -hmm. when he's around. He's also talking about a second cat. Are you guys thinking about getting another cat? No, but, but he, but he, there was, I've had cats that had a lot of cats that have passed over. He was with us for 19 years. I mean, we had like three cats that passed over, you know, when we had him. So, and a dog. Okay. So he would have known those other cats here that passed over. Okay. Because he's showing me another cat. Who's more, I don't, I'm so sorry that I don't know my cats, but was one a tabby? Like I had a, the one was an orange and white cat. Oh, and then one was like a gray tabby, like with like gray, he had like white paws. Yes. Perfect. Which was Achilles? Achilles was all gray. Oh, what a sweetheart. Yeah, know that they are together over there 110%. Did they get along a lot here? Like, I, I feel like Achilles, we, and the reason why I said about Mercedes in the, in the story was Achilles was really attached to Mercedes and Mercedes got hit by a car. And then after she passed, he wasn't, he wasn't really close. He would kind of keep everybody at a, every cat that came in at a distance, but they would always attach themselves to him. And, and, and eventually he would give in and let them, everywhere where he was, they would follow him. And eventually he just gave up. <laughs> That's adorable. Because they feel like he still has the same personality from the other side. That that he, it's just who he is as a soul. Yeah. And and then also I have a, we have a dog now, but, and also he had a best friend that was a dog. And and he slept with the, my uh, Perk and Pericles and, and everything. And he was right with them when he passed too. Like he, the vet came to the house to put my my dog to sleep. And Achilles stayed right next by his side the whole time. And then when I we got this dog, 
he was just like he would glare at my dog you know my dog now and, and like and eventually eventually she broke him down you know she broke him down and she just like and then like when he even when he was like older like you know just a couple of days before you know she would come up, come up to him like and then he'd be like okay fine and she, he, she would give him like a kiss you know what I mean? it was like he was like the godfather you know what I mean everybody wanted to be around him and always touching him and I feel like you know kids he would let kids pick him up like twin like four or five year old kids just pick him up and you know so and like and not even like not doing it but he was oh but he was very like if he would have been a good therapy cat if he wanted to leave the house you know what I'm saying I love that. I love that. We'll know that our animals are on the other side at our homes on the other side. And, you know, you're not going anywhere anytime soon, but he, he does look forward to that day when he gets to (laughs) connect with you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being on the show, Cynthia. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Of course you too. Do you have the toy mouse as well? Like his toy mouse, it's like a little soft squeaky. I mean, there's, it, there might, it might be downstairs under the couch somewhere. Okay. What color, what, do you know what color it is? Gray. I mean, gray. I mean, we do have like some gray mice, like some gray mice downstairs. Okay. I didn't know. He had, I didn't know he had a favorite though. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a sign too. When like you see the, the mouse. Okay. <laughs> shows you the mice too, because he keeps like placing them in my mind. And I'm like, there's mice everywhere. And he's like, yeah, I know. But he used to put the, like the otter. Yeah. And, and he used to put, take it off the bookshelf. Like it was on the shelf and he would take it off when he was a kitten. So he does like to like, he did like to move things. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Wonderful to get to meet you. And thank you for letting us share your story. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.